Every Friday, May the 12th, everybody, here we are Friday of the fifth week of Easter. We just keep moving right along through the Easter season. So I hope you're doing some things that are special and unique, you know, to this season and celebrating the fact that the risen Jesus is around us. And that's what our faith is. We are Easter people. So I was wondering, you know, I was thinking about the first reading from Acts today. I just love the fact that Eastern season we kind of talk about the the activities of that first community because it really helps us be rooted, I think, in who we are. But I was thinking about, you know, when we grow up, you know, we usually grow up with things in our household that are being done in a certain way. Um, And I think as we get older, too, we can tend to see uh, those things not only as the norm, this is how this is, but how it's supposed to be. It's not just the norm for our family, but it's like how it is. And it could be something as simple as as how a particular dinner dish is prepared or perhaps how a person interacts with another person. You know, this is the way to do it and this isn't the way to do it. We grew up with this and this is the way and any other way is just not quite as right. You know, and I'm thinking that's kind of, I think, just human nature, you know. Um, that which is truly dear to us, things that meant a lot to us, we protect. You know, we hold them close to our hearts. And they're, you know, they, they may be dear to us, but frankly, they, the same thing may not be dear to somebody else because they may have a little bit of a different slant or tradition in that, um, in that area. You know, if it's important to us, if it's important to me, well, of course, it must be important to everybody else, right? So in today's reading, we have this, this situation of, of Paul starting to go out. So there's a situation that's going on. Actually, there's lots of issues going on in this particular reading. It's full of issues because this is early church and things are happening and people are going out and talking about Jesus and... Um, and people are like, okay, I want to be, I want to come into this relationship. I want to be saved by Jesus. I want to embrace Jesus. How do I do that? And of course, probably different viewpoints. And particularly, of course, in what makes sense is coming from the Jewish perspective. And all of those first followers of the way of Jesus were all Jewish folks. And so to them, you continue on with your Jewishness and you just kind of added this new element. So I'm going to do everything. I would normally do, and then add this. Well, what if somebody's not Jewish and they want to become a Jesus follower? Well, okay. Well, really, you're not becoming Christian at this point. You're becoming Jewish who believes in Jesus, the anointed one. So you're going to become Jew. You're going to go through the RCIA of Jew, Judaism, and you're going to become a good one, and you're going to do this, do this, do this, and then you kind of go on. Well, for the, the Gentiles, the non-Jews, um, there was kind of an issue with this. You know, and they had some problems. So it says the apostles and presbyters, elders, in agreement with the whole church, you know, the issue obviously comes down, as it usually does, right? Something gets crazy in the family, goes to mom or dad, they have to make a decision. If it gets crazy in the church, it goes to the leaders of the church or work, you know. Ultimately, some, some leadership has to deal with it. And so the leadership decides to do this. And what they decide to do is send to the uh, city that this issue is happening in, in Antioch in Asia um, with Paul and Barnabas. They send Paul and Barnabas. 
And then um, they also decided to send a couple other guys. So the ones chosen to go with Paul and Barnabas were Judas, who was called Bersabbas, and Silas, leaders among the brothers. This is the letter delivered to them. The apostles and the presbyters, your brothers, to the brothers in Antioch, Syria, and Sicilia of Gentile origin, greetings. Since we have heard that some of our numbers, okay, so they're owning up to it, right? Some of our numbers who went out without any mandate from us, so they're going to cover themselves a little bit, but the fact is some of these folks were so exuberant, let's face it, they were probably excited about Jesus. They weren't going to check, Father, can I go talk to the people downtown? Oh, yeah, yeah but they didn't get that, oh, yeah. Have upset you with their teachings and dis disturbed your peace of mind. So here's a nice apology that's coming from them. And we have, with one accord, decided to choose representatives and to send them to you along with our beloved Barnabas and Paul. So, hey, we're sending the big guns here, who have dedicated their lives to the name of our Lord Jesus. So we're sending Judas and Silas, who will also convey the same message by word of mouth. Also convey what? The message of Jesus. Okay, so they can know that this Judas and Silas, folks, these two guys are coming directly from the religious leaders of the community. You know, and so the decision of the Holy Spirit and all of us has been to do this. So they're kind of struggling. Well, what do we do? Okay, do we have the Gentiles do this? Don't we have the Gentiles do this? How can we maintain solidarity with those people, you know, who want to embrace the faith, along with how can we maintain solidarity with the, the Jewish brethren we have, you know. Um, and so they're kind of struggling with this whole thing. And they come up with some simple things, maybe some basically some things or some actions that are directed at um, showing that the believers would just avoid things that would be in keeping with worship to their pagan gods. That's really the bottom line. It's a decision not to place any burden beyond these necessities. We don't want to make it easy, but abstain from meat sacrificed to idols, from blood, meats of strangled animals, from unlawful marriage. Essentially, those things that would have been offered up to pagan gods in those temples, you can kind of stay away from that. If you keep free of these, you will be doing what is right. Pretty simple. Farewell. And so they went on their journey. Upon their arrival in Antioch, they called the assembly together and delivered the letter. When the people read it, they were delighted with the exhortation. They were happy. They realized they knew there was a problem going on. You know, hey, we could have told you that there was already dissension in the neighborhood. And if you can help us clear that up, we're going to be happy kids. And so they were. So I'm kind of wondering if, if maybe it's a good time for us to reflect on a time that something that we worried about, we realized there was a dissension or, or some tension in a situation, and somehow that, that burden that we were carrying was lifted off of our shoulders. So think about a time that the burden, that something you were worried about, you were concerned about, was just totally lifted off your shoulder. No longer did you need to be concerned about it. How great that made you feel. And you can have solidarity then with these same folks who felt that great and that same excitement. Have a great Friday and weekend, everyone.